0: Hi, I'm Christina McIntyre. And
1: I'm Scott McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. Last time, we considered Mary, the mother of Jesus, and we talked about her amazing trust in the Lord, even though she didn't understand exactly what was happening or how it would all play out. Now let's consider Joseph, her fiancé, and how he may have felt when Mary brought him the news. She says something mind-boggling. She's pregnant, and the source of that pregnancy is the Holy Spirit. What should he do?
0: Joseph clearly loved her, but he was also a man who followed the precepts of Jewish law, so this news is troubling to say the least. Matthew chapter 1 tells us this, starting in verse 19, And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly.
1: Can you see Joseph's compassion for Mary here, even as he's trying to distance himself from what he perceives as a sinful situation? He doesn't think he can go through with the marriage, yet the passage specifically says he wanted to divorce her quietly, which would spare her from public humiliation. Verse
0: 20 continues, But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream.
1: Just as in Mary's story in our previous podcast, Joseph is visited by an angel as well. In his case, in a dream, Mary was addressed as favored one. Joseph doesn't receive a similar salutation, but instead the message the angel brings is more instructional.
0: Here, starting with the middle of verse 20, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins.
1: So, do not fear is one of the most often repeated phrases in the Bible. In fact, if you look way back in the episodes, we did an episode all about what the Bible has to say about fear. And during his ministry, Jesus himself used the phrase, do not fear. But here we find it said to a lowly carpenter who must be dealing with some serious questions like what will my family say about this or how could this be happening to us?
0: But then we get it placed into historical context starting with verse 22. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us.
1: This prophecy is found in Isaiah 7, 14. Because he was a godly man, this passage may have been familiar to Joseph, but it must have seemed unimaginable that he would have a role in the coming of the Messiah. And yet, this is exactly what was revealed to him.
0: Let's conclude with verse 24. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.
1: Notice the transformation that occurs here. Joseph goes from wanting to quietly remove himself from disgrace to fully embracing his role in God's plan of salvation. Clearly, he had questions and even had formulated an exit strategy from this uncomfortable situation. but ultimately. He obeyed. Are we willing to take God at his word and do as he commands? What will our family and friends think? Or what will it cost us truly to walk out God's plan for our lives? And what about the first message brought by the angel do not fear? What are the things that cause fear to take hold of you? Do you fear the unknown, the future? certain circumstances that you think about.
0: The weapon Joseph used to overcome his fear was trust. He trusted the message that the angel delivered and trusted what Mary had told him to be true. He kept his promise to Mary by marrying her and kept his promises to God by naming the baby Jesus and by raising the child as his own.
1: In short, he cared more about what God had said than what the people around him would say or think. Just like Joseph, we all, Lord willing, can get to a place where we can say, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to walk in God's way, even though there might be earthly discomfort or embarrassment. You know, God knows our hearts. And in the end, his opinion is the only one that really counts. We
0: often want answers to the unknowable. We find ourselves in situations where we ask, God, what are you doing here? And it seems we rarely get instant answers to those kinds of questions. We have to trust that somehow, though we may not know just how, God is present and God is aware and God is at work. And in time, maybe even a very long time, we see how God has been there all along.
1: What we learn about Joseph provides an unvarnished picture of simple obedience. And just like Joseph trusted God's message through the angel that appeared to him, we can trust God's words to his church today in scripture. We can obey God with grateful hearts for what he has done to save us and with confidence that his word is true and will never fail us. Psalm 1 begins like this.
0: may we embrace in fresh ways that precious trust that begins the moment we place our faith in Jesus as personal Savior.
1: You can get in touch with us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear how God is encouraging you right now.